You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe Podcast. Your contact's code names are Luke. They did a massive test, thousands and thousands of workers. They did a four-day work week and realized that, uh, yeah, our entire fucking system of labor is completely arbitrary. Matt. Come to this realization over the last week and a half since he died. Maybe the greatest late-night talk show guest of all time. He was good on Letterman, Conan, Leno. I mean, he was not good on Leno. Who's good on Leno? Leno sucks. Mike. You can fly here. That's what it takes. You cannot go through the land borders. But for some reason, you could fly in a tube full of people and come over here. What the fuck? And Scott. Oh, dude, I've spent the last two years of my life, like, ripping whiskey and chicken sandwiches and waking up whenever the fuck I want to. Now I got to get <laughs> up on Monday, Monday morning at 645 All right, is it safe? I don't know. No one knows anymore. Episode 39, possibly. I labeled this off a guess, a whim. Welcome back. We've been off for a few weeks. Uh, that's our fault. Um, there's many reasons why. Uh, life 9/11. happens. 9-11 Re- happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. We had a 20th anniversary. That was complicated time for all of us. But after that... Tri- tribute week. Yeah, tribute week. Uh, we all had to kind of chill out and take a break. I pride myself and think of myself yeah. as a... A man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. But we're glad to be back, so thanks for having us. Uh, sorry if you missed us. We're still here. We're still doing the show, and uh, we don't plan to take any more weeks off for a while. Um, a lot has happened. I mean, Norm MacDonald died. That was... Uh, rest in peace. Was, rest in power. Yeah. That was awful. <laughs> which which uh, would be like kind of like an opposite phrase for him. Yeah, exactly. It would be. He fucking yeah. didn't give a shit. Oh, my God. Uh, he was a big-time Christian, though. Did you know this? Well, he's a big-time right-winger. I didn't realize he was a big-time Christian. That's an odd one. Oh, yeah. That's he's a, a very heavily... odd one to me. Is he a right-winger? I don't know oh, if he's yes. a right-winger either. Um, well, I think he's a, he's a, he libertarian. a libertarian. Like a big-time libertarian, and that usually – Merges quite well. Yeah, with those people. Right wing philosophy. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know all these political terms you're bringing up, but I do know. Yeah, I, I listened to uh, Bill Simmons's tribute and several podcasts about Norm's death, and yeah, he was very much a believer in Christ, and they took him seriously. And that doesn't mean Where'd he can't be him? funny, though. It just kind of proves to you that you know people who are religious can be funny. So. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, when that's people are in the God, the first... I, get, I pucker up a little bit on that. especially especially someone like him because it it, you know he's got some he's got like awesome storied histories of doing doing blow and like uh smoking jays on the side and and well gambling was his massive vice by far like he's just full of vices i guess maybe this makes sense i guess it would make more sense if he was a catholic was he a protestant or a catholic as, as norm said gambling is the only disease where you can win a lot of money (laughs) <laughs> yeah what about the clip True. on the who wants to be a millionaire when he was pissed at regis because right he wanted to go for the million dollars but regis like talked him out of it it was for charity anyways but that was that was cool to hear that i did i never saw that because i wouldn't watch that show back in the day really so i would have watched watch it if it i knew norm was on i tell you that yeah but was he really this is a question i want to ask you guys norm mcdonald clearly best known for his 
weekend update bits. That was the hallmark of his career. It's what he'll be remembered most for overall in the mainstream consciousness. But he also was a stand-up. But I don't know. I mean, he's a solid, but he wasn't like a legendary stand-up to me, in my opinion. But I'm willing to hear other uh, to the I, contrary. I think Norm MacDonald's greatest legacy, he's the, and I've come to this realization over the last week and a half since he died, maybe the greatest late-night talk show guest of all time. He was good. He was good on Letterman, Conan, Leno. I mean, he was not good on Leno. Who's good on Leno? Leno sucks. (laughs) Leno's the fucking worst. You're right. He occupied this weird space between, like, annoying them to the point where they would, like, call a guest out and then them just getting on on his side. But they they were already on his side when he got on the show. But he would tell these long-ass fucking stories. These yarns. Yeah, these yarns. (laughs) <laughs> and you know like i remember watching like joaquin phoenix on uh what was it letterman and he was doing the the performance art you know where he was yeah that i'm still a, here thing yeah, rap, yeah rapper he, shit yeah he was being a fucking rapper like a battle <laughs> rapper and uh that turned that was that was great it was actually really fun to watch but also it was a little little weird or awkward he couldn't tell who was in on the joke and who wasn't uh with norm mcdonald he was like they all kind of knew what they were getting into. And he's, he kind of like stayed in his pocket and he just, he just never lost the audience, which I always thought was really interesting. Giving his style of comedy. I can't say for, for sure that I like, you know, Scott and I have talked about this a million times. Dave Chappelle, I think is still the best comedian in history uh, probably. And, but Norm Macdonald tells that fucking joke about the moth. I've, I must have watched that 50 fucking times. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah, Chappelle's, Chappelle's top five, to be clear. Or maybe top, maybe top three. I don't know who's top best, one. Who's best active. One. Best active. Active. Chappelle, I mean, who's, yeah, no, I mean, I think. Well, I'm, 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 I'm listening to everybody. The strongest material comes from real life. Real life? Like, for instance, today I was driving in a, a car. Mm-hmm. You were kind enough to bring a car to bring this old chunk of coal here to the studio. <laughs> we, send, we send cars for our guests, yes. Yeah, so I got in it, and that's, I, you know, I get material that way. So my driver, What do you mean? What, what, how do you get material that way? You get in the car, and what happens? Uh, my driver tells me a joke. <laughs> See, there you go. He's already got a, he's already landed the a joke. The driver said to pick you up told you a joke. Yeah. And he's already landed now on the show. That's how I get minutes, my right. material. <laughs> okay. Why don't we just have him on next time? Uh, that guy. You, yeah, that guy. No, wait till you hear me do it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so the guy, he goes, uh, uh-huh. he, uh, I say, uh, I'll be the guy. Okay. Uh, a moth, <laughs> a moth goes into a podiatrist's office. A moth goes into a podiatrist's office. Right. You are correct. <laughs> a moth goes into a podiatrist's office, mm-hmm. and uh, the podiatrist's office says, what's the problem? And the moth says, what's the problem? Where do I begin, man? He goes, I go to work for uh, Gregory Olinovich, and uh, all day long I work. (laughs) Honestly, Doc, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I don't even know if Gregory Olinovich knows. He only knows that he has power at this point. And that seems to bring him happiness. (laughs) But I don't know. I wake up in a malaise, and I I walk here and there. The podiatrist says, oh, yeah? The moth goes, yes. And he goes, 
uh, at night I, I sometimes wake up and I turn to some old lady in my bed that's on my arm. A lady that I once loved, Doc. I don't know where to turn to. My youngest, Alexandria. She fell in the, in, the, in the cold of last year. Mm -hmm. The cold took her down as it did many of us. <laughs> and my other boy. <laughs> and this is the hardest pill to swallow, Doc. My other boy, Gregario <laughs> Ivanilidovich. I no longer love him. <laughs> As much as it pains me to say, when I look in his eyes, all I see is the same cowardice that I, that I catch when I take a glimpse of my own face in the mirror. If only the cowardice was stronger, then perhaps, perhaps I could bring myself to reach over to that cocked and loaded gun that lays on the bedside behind me. And in this hellish facade, once How long a drive was this? <laughs> do you live in the valley? Where do you live? Please, sorry. He says, Doc. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a spider, even though I'm a moth. Just barely hanging onto my web with an everlasting fire underneath me. I'm not feeling good. And so the, moss, the, the doctor says, Moth, man, you're troubled. But you should be seeing a psychiatrist. Why on earth did you come here? What did you say? And then the moth said, because the light was on. <laughs> what did you say? My congratulations to anyone who stuck it through to the end. <laughs> that was fun, huh? You guys enjoy that? I think I mean, it's hilarious. Like, so I, I love who else that. has ever just, done that on a late night show? Just like just pulling your, just fucking stretching your attention, taxing your patience. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's yeah. The punchline is I don't know, man. I, I'm not. I'm no. I'm no comedy genius. Population. It's hilarious to me. So. Two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. Well, I'll tell you what. Norm is definitely funny, and he died too young at 61. And he'll always have a legacy of yeah. that deadpan voice, that Canadian. He'll be one of Canadians, the funniest Canadians of all time. Absolutely. Him and Jim Carrey, sure. Martin Short, Mike Myers. There's a lot of Canadians. A lot of Canadians. Well, yeah, what is it that... We've only come up with that's four. That's it. So. There's four. That's, yeah. lot, that's like that's like sixteen percent of the population. Man <laughs> lives there. Are you insane? Yeah, uh speaking of Canada, uh, the whole point of we started the show and I wanted to bitch about the fact that my girlfriend can't come to Canada at all. And it drives me nuts because the US has a the stupid US. ass policy. You can fly here. That's what it takes. But you cannot go through the land borders. But for some reason, you could fly in a tube full of people and come over here. What the fuck? Zero logic. Zero. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what is what what is the fucking? I don't get it. It's, it's like who's a, in charge it's here? Like a, 
immunization tube. Is that what it is? It's like they're all just huffing each other's like oxygen so that they they're just extra strong again. I don't know. Do we have to do this with Captain Get Shit here? They can do that, but they can't take a single car. They can't take a single vehicle over yes. the A person alone in a car, their own car, can't come through the land border. This shows you that no one's in charge right now. Not We'd have no idea who's running the show. Uncle Joe is, man. It's, it's all, don't worry about it. It's all good. Put your, <laughs> well, head, <laughs> put your head back up your ass and go back to March. <laughs> I have a buddy who Child, is please. Uh, dating someone in mexico and he in mexico can fly to canada but he can't fly to america so if my buddy wants to see him he can fly into windsor and then he has to drive across to see him that's just like just doesn't make a damn bit of sense oh my god dude that's what i'm talking we're gonna have to clear our schedules uh what? this is gonna require a lot of attention it's out of control it's a when no, they, why doesn't anything make fucking sense? Why, we just like, sit here taking it up the tailpipe. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, by the way. You got that drop? If you got play that one. I don't know. I don't have, isn't is it sit around but a bitch and moan and take it up the tailpipe? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it easier just to sort of track people coming in and out on an airplane though? Is, is that are the you shitting me? Have you ever been through the land border? These people are psycho about tracking everybody Absolutely. all the time. It almost sounds to me like they lost uh, CBP officials, which is sorry if you work for the CBP, but fucking good riddance. And they it's almost like they have they don't have enough help and they're like, oh, fuck it. I mean, we're going to have all this traffic come across the border. They don't have the people to they don't have the people to fake search your cars and just do nothing but ruin your day. Fuck me running. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. It's really annoying. If Leanne wanted to fly here, which you can fly it's here. It's so weird. You can't fly directly from Windsor to DTW. You have to take... <laughs> Windsor has, takes you to Toronto and then takes you down here. Mm. I'm not kidding. Or I know this. Well, I Actually, I know this. I've had to do this flight to Toronto. Yes. What? Well, weird. but to go to Windsor? No, it's, it's a leg. No, it's a... <laughs> Not to go to Windsor, but it is a it's a it's a popular like uh, leg or whatever they call it. The air hubs. It's two hubs that yeah. go back and forth, which which means that any anyone outside of that has to kind of connect to one or the other. Well, besides during a but the idea pandemic. that Windsor can't go straight to DTW, which would be like a six minute flight. Well, yeah. Why would they ever have a? That would, that would make no business sense whatsoever. For they an couldn't do it. Yeah, it except during this ex this exact circumstance. Right, like it's not practicable for for anybody except when you can only fly into the United States. <laughs> well, that's why not. these helicopter companies have taken over now. Helicopter, you can fly directly from helicopter running by Canton. People in Canton, they have a helicopter business. Hmm. Seven hundred dollars on standby to fly from Windsor, and they take you over to Detroit for seven hundred bucks privately alone. Because you'd have to be on standby and make sure three more people can fly with you. But if you want to do it by yourself alone, it's $2,200 any time of the week. They'll take you right Holy over. Holy shit. So you've looked into those, this. Those oh, hell yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> whoever it's, whoever man, those it's people are, that. they figured it out. Leanne looked they, it up first, and I looked it up even further after that. Like, holy shit, this is like this might be a viable option. Because we're flying to Arizona next month to go to this thing, and we have tickets. I've done it. They're done. From DTW to Phoenix. So... 
She's got to get over here somehow. I can Some take way. her home. <laughs> Some yeah. way she needs to get her ass over here. And check this out. I got a great deal, too. I got a round trip. Round trip for both tickets. Grand total, 600 bucks. It's fantastic. Nonstop to Phoenix. That's a great deal for two people total. It's a round trip, 600 bucks? Yeah. yeah. So you're, go you're going to Windsor. Solid. No. And flying from Windsor to Phoenix? No. I don't know what... We have to get her over. I don't know what we're going to do. No, I got to get over to, the border. She has to get to the U.S. She has to get yes. to DTW. We got to fly her over somehow. Wait, and it so costs like, $700 for the helicopter ride, which will cost more than the combined total of a round trip from Detroit to Phoenix for two people. Mike, hold on. Wait. So <laughs> let, me, let me just, let me like map this out for a second. Yeah. You can drive over in. there. You can drive yes. over there. Oh, I just had a great weekend but, at the Best Western Plus on the riverfront for anniversary. We had a great time. Amazing. Congratulations. Uh, that's that's fantastic. But well, panoramic if, views, by the way, guys, gorgeous of the river. If you put her in your car and you drive back, it's yeah. like you're harboring a criminal. Well, what is yeah. this? What the fuck is the deal there? You're allowed to. You know, it's just not fun when you have a thing like this. OK, it's not fun. You're allowed to leave and come back. Now, when she if she was to fly here. Can she. Was she, I could take her she back able to. Yeah, you could take her back. You could. She drive goes her into back. Canada. That's her country. Yeah. The only thing here is that Good she God cannot drive over. <laughs> that is That's right, John. It. The only thing is that she cannot drive here. That's right. That makes Unless about she as was much essential. sense. The as... logistics of this shit is fucking unbelievable. No, it's um, just not logical. Like I, I don't. That's what I mean by unbelievable. For me, <laughs> disbelief <laughs> is paired with. Illogic. Lack of logic. You have to have a reason. There has to be what the fuck you want as long as you furnish me with a reason. Exactly. That's as what it used to be like. stupid as it is, just literally let me know that you've actually thought about this enough to have like a three by five card with a couple reasons why. And it doesn't seem like you're you're anyone's being given any reason for this shit. Un. This is uh, the 21st, by the way. Every month, it's renewed for 30 days. This is this is where it gets even more ridiculous. Since the pandemic started in March 2020, they've had a 30-day running deal here. Every 21st of the month, they either renew it or they end it. And they never did it until August when Canada said, you know what, we're going to let vaccinated U.S. citizens in starting August 9th. So they deviated from the plan but the u.s didn't follow suit with them for some reason the, the only reason you get is the delta variant but for vaccinated people you would think it might help a little bit because canada's doing it and we're more of a bozo country i go to canada we go to department stores and we bought some clothes here and there everybody has a mask on i'm not kidding i'm not exaggerating everybody has a mask on when you come back here i go to kroger and nobody's got a fucking mask on except me i'm not i mean it's crazy Mike, no, is it possible we're the that. better? Is it is it possible we're the better country and we're trying to protect them from our Delta variant? No, we, we must be the better country. No they're, idea. They're they're not better because doing. they let us in. I would never let an American in my country in this time. It'd be, <laughs> it's just the wrong decision. Some crazy well, ass American virus vector? Are you kidding me? What I'm saying is next. Yeah, they're letting Americans in. Yeah, you're right. They're letting Americans in. Well, you got to dish out the, I don't know. I feel the like, vax card when like you go over. Really get in your mouse the world. and get out of here. By not letting the world inside. Don't don't come into our mess. That's like when like somebody wants to stay with you, you know, and you're like fucked up house, and you're like, I'm sorry, you can't. Um, 
can't stay here. Like it's when like Morgan, Harry, Morgan's an like, alcoholic and he wants to stay at your house for a week. Yeah, it's like Harry and the Hendersons. It's like, get out. Nobody loves you. Nobody loves you. Because you know that, you know, he's going to get murdered. So you drive over, Mike, and you hand over <laughs> the passport and the Vax card. Is that how that works? They got a whole app called the Can app, and you do it all prior. So it looks like a boarding pass when you pull up to the land border now, and you just show them that, and they have all your stuff on file because you take a picture of your Vax card front and back, and it's all loaded up and ready to go. And you're supposed to get a COVID test 72 hours before you're supposed to come in, but half the time they don't even ask for that, so... Meanwhile, the back, meanwhile, the, the southern border is a complete disaster. You know. Yes. Yep, that's true too. So I, I don't know. Make, I can't make sense of any of this shit. <sighs> yeah, well, it's frustrating for us, and it just costs people more money, and people get caught up in it. It's a, this is the biggest, isn't it? Like the biggest shared land border in the world, or next to Russia, or con continuous land border, guys. Uh, am I crazy on this? Yeah, it's either one or two. Russia would be the only one that has more border true with many different but to between two countries i believe this is the biggest shared land border and it goes from new york and maine all the way over to washington and vancouver and a lot of people are connected through these two countries we have a lot i never knew about it and hell if i wasn't dating a canadian i probably wouldn't give a fuck i understand that but when you hear about something like this that doesn't have any basis it doesn't seem to have a scientific basis uh, there's no, there doesn't seem to be like a CDC precedent or anything like that. It's just cost people money and time. People who live in Sault Ste. Marie. I've read so many stories, guys. This grandma, she has all of her grandkids on the other side. Sault Ste. Marie has a Canadian and a Michigan side. Mm -hmm. And all of her grandkids live on the Canadian side, like 10 minutes away. And she's not been able to see them once because if it costs them $1,000 each to get them to fly 10 minutes from where they could actually be... Through is, the is this, um, is this, does this, does it matter if you're vaccinated or not? It's just, no, no. Off. Yeah. yeah. And I told Leanne to get vaccinated so we can make sure she could come through and it doesn't mean dick. Oh, whatever. It sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's bigger problems in the world. I'm sure there's something worse than this. Uh, yeah, right well, now, Scott, Scott was able to go to a Phoebe Burton Fire concert because he was vaccinated. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You went funny. to a what concert? Phoebe Bridgers, uh, Ryan Adams, the woman that ruined. <laughs> Ryan Adams was not there. <laughs> Ryan, I hate, I hate that every time I think of all you her, Ryan Adams stands out there. Yeah, don't worry. He hey, there. Luke, I told you, and I didn't know if anybody backed me up on the text thread a couple weeks ago when I said this, but there was a time in the 2000s where Ryan Adams was like the king of the sad <laughs> boy, yeah. like folk rock culture. Everybody, totally a lot of true. dudes. Yeah, well, I, I, I was trying to I was trying to like find my first you would never girlfriend. listen to it. We've already did, you know, established what no, freaks I was you trying, out and depresses was, you. So. No, no, I was trying to find my first girlfriend and, uh, you know, watching the, <laughs> the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves or whatever the fuck. That's so, that's Brian Adams, but that's OK. <laughs> oh, <laughs> common, oh, common mistake. I thought we were talking about Brian Adams. We're not oh talking about God. Brian Adams? That's so no. fucking funny, dude. That's funny. Such a. It's, oh, well, it's, uh, that's a that's too, a mess. Who's this? Who's this? Other wow, Brian Luke. Adams Luke had a really weird about. early two thousands idolizing Brian Adams. <laughs> another uh, another strong Canadian Brian Adams. Oh, you're right. Another strong Canadian. Wait, hold on. What Brian Adams are we talking about? This, this Brian one. Adams. Isn't this the same Brian Adams? <laughs> this. 
<laughs> what is going on? This is the one you were talking about. This is the yes, Princess hey, Peach. Yes, talking about. You yes. learned it by watching you, Lou. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. hey, you know what? Good luck finding a date if you didn't know who Brian Adams was. Matt, how Sorry, many guys. monthly listeners on Spotify Ooh. for Brian Adams, the Canadian? It's a, it's a, a ton, I'm sure. It's high. It's I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's eleven million. Under. Scott's going under. Luke has no frame of reference. If you want to play the game, Luke, you can. I don't even know who we're talking about, apparently. So <laughs> Yeah, Ryan Adams. I'm gonna go yeah, with yeah. thirty million. Okay, well uh Matt was closest. Uh, it's fifteen and point fifteen point six million monthly listeners. Yes, actually that's that's solid. That's pretty the solid. The summer of sixty nine being the biggest stream oh, hit yeah. by far. All right, can you guys uh, actually explain? Let's get let's get a Ryan, let's get a little uh, to be young or uh, come pick me up, uh, Ryan Ryan Adams. I'm sure, you want you don't want that real down Ryan, Ryan Adams. Adams. By the way, how many monthly listeners for Ryan Adams, guys? Uh, I bet it's similar. I'm gonna guess 11 million again. I don't even know who this person is. You don't know who he is. Well, he uh, oh, has been around for about he's 20 the same, years. He's the same person as this guy. 6.4. Thank you. Okay, that's all I need to hear. You guys are way I off. I think you misunderstand. I think you guys underestimate how much Ryan Adams' career has fallen off due to all the disappointing really? stuff with Manny Moore and Phoebe Bridgers. It's at one point seven million. He was never Wait, that is he big. Rapey? That's is, the he, uh, is he the guy? I would that's think rapey? he'd be like. Despite winning a Grammy, wait, wait, he's never that large. Is he the guy that's rapey that has a bunch of? Uh, he's a manipulator. Against yeah. him. He's a manipulator. And he exploits yeah. his okay. opportunity. I know exactly who you're talking about. I saw him on CBS Sunday morning. They gave him a very glowing, uh, very glowing you, you, you may remember this from the beginning of old school. <laughs> exactly what I thought of, Matt. That's exactly what I think of when I hear this song. Although this, you'll find this song very popular in that same time frame of movies in like the late '90s and early 2000s. It's in like five different movies. It's a good song. It is. I, Ryan Adams is a talented artist. Here we go again. We're back to this conversation. If I said I didn't like Ryan Adams, I'd be lying. I agree. I was at Matt. Hey, Luke, I'll, I'll connect you to this now. Luke. Thank you. You remember you remember Josh, the two Joshes from the Hinges, right? Of course, yes. Uh, the smaller Josh, the more diminutive. Diminutive. Yeah. Uh, he was obsessed with Ryan Adams, and uh, especially this band was in 2004 that I was in, guys, so... This was when Love is Hell was out and a big deal. A lot of guys were depressed, and Josh was one of those guys. So that's who Ryan Adams is. Like, that's who Josh wanted to be. He wanted to be sad and, like, in love with his girlfriend, but wanted to be tormented by his girlfriend who didn't love him for a while. You know, one of those deals. It's kind of like, like early, so, like, in So my description, my description was kind of, like, <laughs> accurate until you knew I was, who I was talking about. Well, it's funny that we've just been totally also, derailed folk by Also, music him. is fucking... This is awful. I hate this. What? This, this, is like, not, this, wave, this wave of folk music... This is, this is not folk music. This is Jango Bob. Jango Bob, right, Matt? Oh, oh, country, I would put it. You know, I promised myself I wasn't going to get, like, overly uh, angry about just music choices. Like, who gives a shit? Your mom told you, maybe, you know, get it together, dude. Right? <laughs> yeah, she's like, less cussing. Um, I can't help that. But it's her fault. It's not really. my fault. It's their fault. It's, exactly. It's your mom's yeah. fault. They created it. Yeah. It's, my da- it's my dad's fault. Um, my it's mom's not your fault. fault. It's not your fault. Mm, not your it's fault. It's not your fault. 
I promise not to get too angry about music, but then I hear that. That is, that's one of those things that gets my hackles going. Like kind of, Uh yeah. That like jangle pop. I. It's not your fault. I don't understand. Is it just not? It doesn't. Is just not enough. Don't understand. Testicle or or what is it that really draws your eye? It's the sound. It's terrible. (laughs) Oh, you're gonna hate this one. What do you feel when you hear this? Do you feel happy? <laughs> he took his headphones off, folks. That's uh, that's not a good sign. And he's taking his so He's a real open-minded guy. <laughs> this is from... Yeah, it's still uh, terrible. I took my head, headphones off for like five seconds. It's still as bad as I thought it was. You're going to hate it more. This song's called Afraid Not Scared. Jesus. Yeah, I kind of about emotions, about people's feelings. <laughs> Oh, but this is like this. This is gonna like if my parents actually do listen to this. I hope they don't. It will continuously alienate me from my mother because she's upset that I, I cuss. Well, we we just did the thing that was it. Mike said he felt guilty about, which is started talking about Phoebe Bridgers, and now we're just talking about Ryan Adams. Oh shit! You're right. Okay, well before we got to go back to Phoebe. You're right, but actually this song I what you guys are was on the radio in Charleston back in 2004. It's a good song. It's called uh, "This he, House Is Not For Sale." He's he's a uh, Carolina guy, isn't he? Exactly. He's from Asheville or something like that. He's from North Carolina, and yeah. in the Carolinas, yeah. he was because he's like he's got that that southern. He was in, he was in Whiskey Town. Exactly. Something about this to me seems like it's fine that there's good simple music out there. Of course, I like a lot of punk rock. It's very simple. There's something about this that's like simple and empty. It's not your fault. <laughs> simple and meaningful, or at least simple and and with uh, with some dissent or something, is different than this. This is like to me. This is like shit that plays in Starbucks. This is anymore. elevator music. It's elevator music. Oh well, fuck that. I mean, you know. That's a, the coolest thing about him is that he was a the fucking creep. Because the music sucks. Well, we switch gears now. This is Phoebe Bridgers, who we were supposed to talk about, like Matt said. Yeah, getting into the show was uh, an interesting thing. So we showed up, and we're waiting what, what in venue? line. What venue? What venue are you at? Uh, the Aretha Franklin Amphitheater. Formerly Shane we, Park. It's formerly Shane yeah, Park. Yeah, is that what that is? We, Rescheduled yeah. from Royal Oak Music Theater, which would have oh. been a lot, been a lot better. Uh, so Phoebe says everyone has to be vaccinated and masked. Um, and so we show up and I like, I forget, my, I fucking leave the house without my vaccine card. Samuel, word civilized, there's no place in any discussion of the affairs of this world. And so I have to go back, get my card. I take a picture of it because allegedly that's fine. And then I'm, you know, I'm going up. I'm, I'm like about to go in the doors and a fucking monsoon breaks out. It's literally like we're in the middle of a hurricane. I'm trying to show this person like a picture of my vaccine card and my ID. There's no way that she sees it. It's just such bullshit. Soaked to the bone. We get in. No one's wearing a mask. But it, it was a it was a very interesting affair being around forty five hundred people. But it was kind of great. And if you're gonna, I don't know. I guess if you're gonna go to a show, 
having assurances that at least 90 to 100 percent of the people there are vaccinated i guess that counts for something so yeah and it felt good hey you know what live music it felt fucking actually great it took me a minute to calm down it's like when i go to eastern market i'm like this feels really fucking terrible uh but i'm a flipper to gibbet like you feel bad at eastern market like it's kind of gross like yeah i don't know i went like early i went like last summer and it felt weird last summer was a totally different story and like then is, I went, it a, is it a hotbed of covid or is in just rub literally like rubbing elbows with everyone that's like Do you like music like sneezing and yeah people are wetting and coming and fucking yeah. Touching produce, everyone's you like everyone's music, like produce. It's just like, but I don't know. I, I guess I got like got over my anxiety about halfway through the set, and I'm like, you know what? This is live music, and that's powerful. And I suppose, I suppose I'm gonna enjoy this moment. So it's not your fault. It wasn't. It wasn't my fault. Well, listen, man. If I survive COVID, you're gonna be just. I'm at a point now with it where it's just like, what the fuck? What do you want me to do? You know? Yeah, you're like what Lieutenant Dan. Tell me, I'm and tell me what You're like Lieutenant is. Dan in the water. Bring it on, God. <laughs> Be vigilant. Don't give in now. Come on. Gotta be vigilant. No, I'm you don't know what show, the long term effects are, dude. It could be a terrible existence. Forever. Oh, stop with the long term effects. They're fine. My brain is uh, firing on all. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we five years past your COVID? I don't think we are. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm going to shows. You know what? What's weird is, uh, you know, given how many people had it, how uh, infective it was, how much it was, uh, how much it like just fucking was transmitted across the country and how uh, so many people were uh, asymptomatic. Uh, how the fuck do you know unless you got the antibody test? It's either an antibody test. You have no idea. You probably had it. Okay, it's po- which right. explains which explains your very recent cognitive decline. That's <laughs> 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 good one. Hey, look, society's got issues, man. I'm doing the best I can to survive. I don't know what you have in store for us, but don't you know? Don't let me in with what happened to you, dude. I, I have my own. You talking Come to God? On. I don't know what you have in store for us, but and Come on, capital man. Y, you with a capital Y, guys. Did you uh, see we, this? Did you see hey, the look, story? Don't don't fuck with me. I'll tell you right now. We got a new batch. <laughs> oh, we got a new Eric, batch from oh, Eric Allen. Batch. I know there's uh, a new batch. Oh my God. Uh oh. I've been yeah. meaning to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I, Luke. Re- 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 Tell, tell us about the story. Made. Oh, nice. I was switching subjects, so it wasn't going to be. Switch subjects and we'll drop some drops on it. Boomers again. What is this? I like this. I actually I like the bag. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty nice. This is Eric's specialty. He is amazingly good fuck at boomers. this. Shit. Fuck my parents. Fuck. fuck all you boomers. Hope y'all die. <laughs> oh yeah, keep keep that going. I've listened to this like three times. It's hilarious. <laughs> I want to know the sample here. 
play the play the original one. <laughs> I just you did. That have... was forty seven seconds long. I swear there was another one. It's uh, called Fuck Boomers. I mean, uh, yeah, how about yeah, this one? No, it is Fuck Boomers. Yeah, that's right. Fuck, Fuck that guy. It is nepotistic bullshit. You're not Jack Buck, <laughs> Joe Buck. You'll never be. But that's what'll suck. He'll be put in like the Hall of Fame, Broadcasters Hall of Fame, and Fox will commemorate him forever when he dies. And in and in the historical record, it'll look like, wow, Joe Buck was just as good as his dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of Fuck. fun. A lot of fun. Fuck Joe Buck. Fuck you. That's job. Wow, it's intense. <laughs> Fuck you. Nice. <laughs> what was that? Which episode what was that? Hell? What, got, what got me? What got my dander up that much? <laughs> it was Joe Buck, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those two. Get your shit together! It's fucking hell on earth. Get your shit together! It's fucking hell on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably from the same five minutes of the same episode. Mm. Oh man, that's funny. We all marvel at your. Sexy, fast throws the first in your carving <laughs> body. We just, I don't know, I, I fucking call myself drooling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know who I'm talking about there. That was me. Nope. You're talking about me. You've man. been reading oh, Going shit. Clear, apparently. Hot. You've been reading like. Going Clear, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So, anyways, yeah, we got a whole package of new ones. So, uh, no, this could easily be done by algorithm. Holy shit! There's no need to. No need to. I believe in private property. (laughs) 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 Oh man, you fuck! Matt goes to libertarian. Hold on, listen to. Hold on. I want to hear his. You can hear his breath. His breth is the best instrument. You can hear my penis engorging. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, I want to hear that. I want. I, I want to get that crystal clear through the set here. Oh God. Oh God. I lost. Where'd it go? God. Does it change? Oh, here. No. Oh, nope. I lost it. It's like I play it and it disappears. This is very strange. I, you might think I'm a moron right now, but it's true. It's a super sophisticated algorithm that like just deletes the content as you play it. It has to be perfect. <laughs> is that true? You're messing no, with me. No, I, I know. I'm, I'm, ge- I'm just guessing because oh, I see what it, it does. It, I think it plays it and then it, oh yeah, yeah, and it disappears. I don't get it. I know I sound like a moron, but uh, no, you're the master at this shit, so I just assume. To love it, he can leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not perverted. I'm just Italian. <laughs> I think that was that, that was Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> that was Luke Cuomo. quoting Andrew Cuomo, by the way. Yeah, just in yeah, case. I was like quoting somebody else. That's so funny. He's taking us out of context. Is that, we're that in trouble great. now. Holy shit! Yeah, this podcast is actually good when Fuck there's no yeah. context. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the problem, man. We oh, that's the law, baby. Wide open. <laughs> I can't. I'll have to find that private property one again. But Luke, Jesus yeah, Luke, did Christ. you want to say something? Uh, you had something to say. Oh well, I was just. Attempting to change the subject, depending on how you guys feel about <laughs> these, it. These people <laughs> were like the most attractive Trump supporters I'd ever seen. <laughs> Sedona. <laughs> I remember that from Arizona trip. Yeah. Sedona right. AZ. Well done. That's right. Avila! Avila! She. <laughs> Was that you saying Al Avila's name to the tune of that 
what a night song in uh one more in another round <laughs> it's from the valenti show they were doing uh, that uh i basically ripped that off from them that was a couple I months be- ago as well i believe in private property <laughs> yeah, what is that? God, that was so classic man here we go <laughs> 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 is that a new type of <laughs> I think it's an updated uh, updated chortle. Updated chortle. He just like he just That's like tough finds, to do. He's like a, he's like an engineer, you know. So or is an engineer. He just finds ways to make everything in in the world that's boring very interesting reminds me of the uh mike we, we haven't even talked about the quick, from the bottom of my heart to express my dissatisfaction with both of you and matt <laughs> <laughs> i don't even remember what that was from <laughs> i like it's yeah. both both of you and matt <laughs> that should be all of us all of you maybe i think matt was don't fuck with rather. me i'll tell you right now this reminds me of the Robert Smigel fun it's, with It's real just a basic, audio. like, don't be a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> that basic shit. Okay, I'll stop. All right. All right. Yeah, we got we to shift a little Just bit. drop them randomly while we're talking. Yeah, that'll be better. You're right. Like, what, what story? Uh, okay, so one, one more, one more, like, just one more shout out to Eric on this. Um, have we ever talked about, I'll try to make this quick and not make it boring as hell. Uh, Eric found a way to use the use the radio channels to actually like put out put out uh, like feast warnings. That's the party we do. Thing is always the same, and everything is getting terrible. So on your on your car radio, three hours away from home, you're driving in the middle of the sticks. He was like, put it on, you know, ninety. 95.3, you know, just some random ass channel. 87.9. You remember it? Well, it was on probably on the lower end of the dial, likely. So holy you know, shit. There's not, so there's less activity, uh, On that on that channel, he was he was actually uh uh what what do you call it? like broadcasting a signal for That's us personally, just for our little group of people. And, and anybody cool. else, and anybody else that had put that channel on, I, I suppose. Yeah, you get within that, like a mile. That had to be that had to be fucking hilarious to the like that had to be so weird to anybody who wasn't going to the feast to hear that like feast warning, feast warning. <laughs> yeah, somebody lived a mile away. This is he just had a he had like a. A setup Genius. where it could transmit a one mile signal, one mile yeah. radius. So, yeah, pirate radio, I guess. You're right. Sure. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. Man. Oh my shit. God. It was. It was, you know, and if some asshole was in his, we were out in the middle of farmland. So, if some farmer was like trolling around the dial, like, <laughs> uh, feast alert. Aaron has burnt the weed brownies. Like, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. What the fuck is going on here? It was like, so. it was like, Mike, you must come down to the Coke room. The Coke room. You must come down to the Coke room. Feast alerts. Feast alerts. There is it weed was, uh... being smoked in the backyard. <laughs> I don't. Those are good. Those are fantastic. 
I thought it really added something to uh, the event. So that you're right, Eric is Dude, extremely talented. Fucking, that, that that was my favorite feast memory of all time. It sounds like, like we need just, to get him on as a guest. Oh shit! Yeah, oh, he'll he never be a guest. It, but oh, no, he, he wouldn't be it. a guest. No, he, he wouldn't. Would. Of course he no, would. No, he's a you know he's a modest man. Doesn't. Uh... <laughs> what is being modest? <laughs> what is being? Wait, we're not immodest. Modesty doesn't play here. Oh yeah, I mean we're not immodest, you know. We're, no we're, shit, we're all man. modest. I mean, I feel like a, I feel like I'm a complete fucking tank, you know. Totally you work here, man. I, <laughs> tank. I just work here. I don't know. Oh, here we go. I got one. I found one. Here, this is an example of a feast alert. Here we go. Feast alert! Did that guy come yet? <laughs> that was broadcast on a radio <laughs> on a shortwave radio that's oh a fact God. yeah that was yes. it was on the yes. pa and on around the whole like property and then yeah it was on oh, the yes. radio <laughs> so when you were when you were driving into when you were driving to the v when you're driving to the location it was like okay when you're about a mile out turn it to the station and then you turn it to that station and you would hear the feast alerts. <laughs> there were like, I felt like there were like 50. I don't know how many, probably. Yeah, he made like 20. I think. Oh my yeah. God. It was just amazing. I've just never heard anything like that. Yep. Feast alert. Mushroom foot was spotted on the back of the property. <laughs> Mushroom foot. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. That's, so thanks, that's Eric. That's a reference Eric, to what we did. We did. We did that, you know, a couple years prior. And oh my God, just imagine Ted, like, like, driving through that area and like happen, happening across that. Yeah, that's a trip. I probably that would be the road. strangest. <laughs> oh my yes. God. Yes. Absolutely incredible. Well. Uh, <laughs> I'll take you to a to a less fun area, and we can just bounce right back if you want. Doesn't oh, matter. great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the four the four day work week is here to stay in Iceland. Did you guys read that? No, I did not. That's fun. They did a massive test, thousands and thousands of workers. They did a four day work week and realized that, uh, yeah, our entire fucking system of labor is completely arbitrary. Oh, and shit. that people working four days instead of five days are more productive and enjoy their lives more, uh, leave work a lot less often. So I don't know. These, Is this these, just uh, telling us anything? That, no, they're regular regular work days. It, remember, What's a regular remember, work day in Iceland? I don't. I don't really know. Do you remember? Shut up. Do you remember the studies uh, from like the mid two thousands that were all about how workers are wasting time? Do you remember how that was always a thing? It was always a thing. You would hear, oh, the average American worker wastes three hours a day on online. The average American worker spends, you know, two hours a day on YouTube. And it was just an endless fucking series of that shit. <laughs> good, God damn good one. <laughs> Sounds like bullshit to me, dude. But, you know, th think about how that, that mindset has... Well, the mindset hasn't really changed here, of course. If you tell that to anybody in America, I mean, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have to find a, a Gen Zer or whatever uh, to agree with it. But 
kind of amazing, you know. The four day work week is here to stay in in uh, in Iceland. They they actually used an experiment. They got the data and then they actually put it to use in perpetuity. So eighty six percent of their of their actual workforce is now either on a four day work week or has that option. That's pretty insane. Wow. It's not 40 hours. It's kind of like when you when you take a vacation day and you're like, I gotta get all this shit done. So I get on a vacation. <laughs> but it's like every week. Yep. That's right. I well, bet it I bet it's more, I bet it's more, more productive when there's less when you yeah, that's the other thing. Productivity has increased and and or not gone down in uh basically all of the companies that they tested. The bums will always lose. Do you hear me? So based on, based on their data, they actually expanded the whole thing to the, the actual, like the whole country. So now 80, 86% of their entire, like the workforce of Iceland is now on a four day week work week yeah, or has like the option to people in the limit the hours they work every week. Was that? I think I'm coming out of retirement. Whoa. 300 people in the world are now working four-day work weeks. Yeah, you're being a little dismissive. No, I, I, I want to work. Is it, because, work is it because of how much you love it's capital? It's 300. What was it? You said, I love, I love a good I love private. I love a private you. property. I love a private <laughs> property. <laughs> no, but seriously, though. Don't be that guy. Iceland give, me, has give me that private property. 356,000 people. I don't know Listen, if the you, fishermen's working a four-day work week. You're not a huge fan of the Bolsheviks, I'm going to assume. The, the Bolshevik Revolution. I believe in private property. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I believe in private property. Like, oh, as he, as no, I mean, Mike, look, he ejaculates. <laughs> he's just he's just looking at his four hundred one k, just fucking fapping himself to death. He's he's definitely not looking at his that. Ethereum wallet. I'll tell you that. Who? I did look at that earlier. Uh oh, oh, oh fuck! You mean oh, completely man. unearned capital? Yeah, I lost five thousand dollars in like the you last. Guys, in all days. of your assets. I, know, I mean, how in the hell? How in the Brutal. hell is anyone else supposed to be around you? You got all these assets. I have a shirt that's basically see-through. I'm wearing that's a Lions asset. jersey that's like fourteen years old, so I still live a shitty life. Don't worry. Good man. But I put it all in on like. I'm, going, I'm spending in hotels every fucking weekend because I got to live in a hotel in Canada, even though oh, I have my no. own house right oh. here. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, Luke, Luke, you went to Iceland, though, right? Sure did. You, oh, you yeah, like dude. Ask him about the hamburgers. Exactly that. The hamburgers. Luke's told that story to every person no, I didn't he knows. Tell, so I, didn't tell you. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell any of you this story. I don't know. Matt just said the hamburger, and I said the hamburger simultaneously. You know why? Because they had to pay some guy to work to cook it who was on his four-day work week vacation. Oh, I had to bring him in on his No, I'm kidding. These things are not going to I think it has to do with it being a fucking island in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean that's like... That does help. I love nature so much. Really I feel do. like, Matt, this is incredibly ignorant of you uh, to even be fighting for the opposite version of this. I'm not fighting for it. I believe in I believe in Iceland, like Icelandic people, including Bjork. No, I just think it's, the, it's the sugar insane. Yeah, I think I was really impressed with your skills. 
You know, all right, it, there's, there's, I just want to make sure you're not making jokes. Or no, you're just making jokes. Don't be that oh, yeah. guy. But I, but I, assume, I am also I making jokes are, about Iceland being are, a... But at the same time, I'm like, all right. I, I have no problem with anybody in Iceland working four days a week. I wish we had four days a week. I think firemen in in the United States work Jesus four Christ, days a week. should be at fucking three days a week, like uh, a lot of the... Trans, everybody knows 12 it. Hour, they do 12-hour shifts. I think a lot of them necessary for some types of necessary uh, for some types of work. Yeah. It's good to be on a shift longer so that like the shifts are split evenly between two people as opposed to three. Yeah, that makes it easier to actually like extinguish fucking, you know, uh, <clears throat> emergency events. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to end up like Corey Haim, you know? Oh God, what what happened? Uh, what happened to him? Didn't he just OD? They didn't follow child labor laws. We got to have some rules here, you know. That's true. He was, yeah. Oh, that, that was yeah, when he was when off. he was alive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, Matt. That is that is true. <laughs> Good God, that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of bogus, but you know. Oh, where is he? I'd like to look at him. Well, you can't look at him. He's fucking dead, okay? Jesus Christ, you sick fuck. Yeah, Corey Haim really had a he had a bad rap, didn't he? Yeah, he died of an OD bad because he was fucked break. up as a kid, man. They fucked him so bad. They fucking played with his dick and everything. It was fucking awful. Uh, fucking terrible. I feel Michael terrible Jackson? for that guy. But they also Uh-oh. made him famous. So. Yeah, so would you rather die at like 38, like, in an OD ridden, pneumonia ridden death state, but you got to live all that life prior, or would you rather be who you are now? I think the concern Definitely is like, would you rather die a 40 year old <laughs> virgin or just, you know, be a famous like 38 year old that got diddled a couple times? Wait, so just, I don't know. So I'm just, just live I'm two just extra years. Out, all right, you get to live out. is two extra years. I'm just throwing the, I'm no, I'm yeah. just throwing, no, I didn't say die. We're definitely said, outside the box now. Being alive. Oh, be, be one. <laughs> Not die for him. Yeah. No, this is why moral theory theory does not work. If I only Uh had to work four-day work weeks and I had all those extra days in my life, I might choose the 40-year-old virgin. You're going into a rehab. No. 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 You're going into a rehab. (laughs) Four-day work week is... She was out drinking with Pedro Guerrero. (laughs) that shit is literally as arbitrary as a five-day work week the only reason the four-day work week is now like a standard that should be should be utilized is uh first of all increase in fucking productivity and also the proximity to the five-day work week so that's it could actually be two or three days it should be four hours a day really for about three days I mean, if we were to actually that, that should be the work long? week. The work week should be three hours a day for <clears> four <throat> days a week, maybe. But three but days a week. that's it. I, I think that's I agree for for a lot for a lot of people. But there's a lot. It's of all about banality. That, that's it. Jesus fucking Christ. There's a lot of professions that you know. I don't know, like work longer, or you know, can work longer, and it's not as much yeah, of a like dream or whatever. Yeah, not everything is uniform, of course. Yeah, well, not necessarily. I mean, like. Um, no, they I should. Know. I should get paid more. Not they get paid more. I just I I can't generalize that much about work. Work is somebody. You listen pay. to me. Aren't you a leftist? Don't you understand what we're talking about here? This labor, baby. Yeah, labor. I mean, deserve to be paid more. Everybody deserves. If if they more. work less, they have less power. I think by definition. 
Untrue. Anyways, it means their labor is more disposable. It's less in demand. <laughs> uh, okay, it's less in demand. There you go. We got a moron here. Uh, oh my god! <clears throat> yes. No, Mike. certain people. All right, moving certain on. people. No, that's such a fucking elitist leftist dismissal. That's the problem. Oh, that is a like classic that. problem with the uh, left. Has, has any, is any, is any leftist actually elitist? A real leftist. Oh, well, I just witnessed it. I just Nothing on me, right? I'm in a fucking basement. Is this elitist? <laughs> Look at what I'm fucking... What is going on here? You have a basement. You think I'm a fucking property. You can be... Look, you can be less... In your means, but still have elitist thinking. That's and they're not like. No, that's you know. untrue because I do not what? have that. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in a. How the fuck is that possible? I don't I'm even have you specifically. I'm saying a person. To actually like permit me to even think of myself as elite. No one's. That's not what we're saying. I'm saying well, a person that's... can live in low means but still have an elitist perspective because they absorb a bunch of material from other people. That's how the government thrives on making people think one way, no, it, even not. though it's you're, against you're, their own no, means. That's how, you're that's in the 95th incorrect. percentile of rich correct. people in the world. What's that now? You're yeah, the 95th very, oh percentile boy. of rich people in the world. Oh boy, Here it's true. I, well, that's a guess, but it's really high. That's a good. That's a that's a very fun guess because Uh-oh, you don't because did it. How, uh... It's just it's it's it's, it's yeah, a it's what a. What a think you are a fucking king around reading? here? What are you? No, fucking no, reading? no. This okay. You're gonna how have many, to, you're gonna have to actually produce some fucking. How many people TV live in the world? Seven billion. Uh, eight change? billion. Eight billion, right? How many people? command I I, do i understand this we the 90, 99 versus one percent you know what one percent is everybody in the u.s 99 percent is the rest of the world i get that that that's that's already been fucking obvious but it doesn't change the fact that like the, the system that we actually have here is completely fucking disproportionately fucking angled against anybody who is like poor and working class and that is what matters. I'm not. No, 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 about myself. And I don't think that I am somebody that is supposed to like, I'm not carrying a fucking torch. I'm not the person that is going to die on a cross. I still think that this system is absolutely fucking unbelievably inequitous. It's ridiculous. That's all I think. I think that like this system is fucking insane. It's <clears> disgusting. Of course it is. It's absolutely extractive. It's like brutal. It's cruel. And that is the system that we have. You always like to say that it is it, oh, oh, it's so it's so hard under capitalism. Why? Because I have a house and a life. Like, fuck that. Like I do, but that's not the pro- that's not the point. That's not. We the got point. that from the source. <laughs> that's never the point. The point is that the system is a fucking system of just ravage. Sorry, I'm sorry. I gotta make the levity. This is the funniest drop ever. We got that from the source. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> we got that from the source. <laughs> from the source. That's right. This is from the source. Luke, of course it's an <laughs> unequitable system. Of course it is. Yeah, it's I don't even know where I'm going with that. Yeah. I, I, it, I just it's a yeah. I, I don't even remember what I was saying, but I just felt like I was I was cut off and dismissed before I even went on. So I was I was I was You had to be because you're being too uh, you're being too capitalist. 
that's just again. That's <laughs> my, my point is is that you see what I mean. You see what I'm talking about. You don't agree on this point. No, I don't agree with the point that I'm like not allowed to finish my thought because some elite opinion dismisses Stop me out of hand. That. You said what? elite. No. You called me an elite. You've done this three times. Elitism isn't just about don't do things person. that you're criticizing other people for doing. Yeah, what that guy said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, madam, madam, cut myself uh, off. Please. No, stop. All, all I'm Jesus saying Christ. is, I'm sorry. This is this is what I run into with people on the left. Who, by the way, who I consider myself to be, and I totally agree with you that we live in an exploitative system. That's the world is exploitative, and the means of addressing that is through redistribution of wealth and controlling and, and, and governance of markets by impartial actors, namely governments. But all that to say, I run into this all the time where you start down a path, talk about something, and a leftist just says, fuck you, you're not with my heterodoxy, or excuse me, you're not with my orthodoxy, you're heterodox on one point or another, you're invalid, move on. I run into that all the time with people on the left. We got that from the source. <laughs> there, there you are. It's like, like for instance, also, four day also, work weeks. We 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 are friends, and we we've talked about this a lot. Totally, right? so totally. I pride it's myself not, I hope, and think I of myself as a a man of faith. Man of my God! Oh my God! As there's a drive <laughs> okay, in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home drops. run. Oh my God! But, but uh, so I hope I hope that ultimately that's not what I did, but. No, ultimately, we, it, we, it is we possible. well, we're continuing to talk about it, so it's fine. But the other thing, <laughs> like I brought this up in the text thread, it was like, okay, James Craig, this is an example of like people on one side of a political spectrum confronting people on another. James Craig announces his campaign for governor. Oh, boy. Yeah. On Bell Isle, which we should talk you know, about that. I, I have no interest in James no. Craig being governor at all. I, I whatever, like I didn't particularly mind him as a police chief, which again, will get me completely thrown out by people on the left. But <laughs> I, I felt like the police were on balance better than they'd been previously under previous police chiefs in Detroit during his tenure. All well, I should have ran for mayor not, too, by the way. He probably, you know, that might've been an interest. That would have been a more interesting run and also yeah. run as a Democrat, not as a Republican. All that <laughs> to say, I think James Craig's candidacy for the, for the governor is a joke. I have no interest in him being governor. That said, I am not going, I don't condone how certain element on, on, well, we'll say the left generally comes and like, just says, shut the fuck up to James Craig and tries to drown him out and gives credence to his argument. I think it gives credence to what he's trying to do. I think it elevates his profile. I think it's counterproductive. I it's think bogus on you both let sides. people make their own stupid points. And you yeah. try to like make a better point, not just say "shut the fuck up." You're not going to go out with me tonight because these idiots got two poopies you, in a bed. You actually do make yeah, points, D, but it's not the poop. Get, it's the mystery. I, I don't think. Yeah, no, I, like I get fired poop. up, but I don't think I made. I don't. I I hope I did not say "shut the fuck up" at any moment. No, no. Sometimes, and, and, sometimes I'm sorry, I do I'm not just say. Sometimes I do say "shut the fuck up" as a you know. Just as a dally. yeah, but that's just like a reactionary yeah, thing that yeah, doesn't mean just, anything. Well, and we're friends talking, so like that's fine. Of course. But I think in the public discourse, 
uh, it's not a good thing to do. And I'm not saying you do this at all, but I'm saying this is what I'm seeing right now. And I'm just sort of, actually, this is more of a segue into another topic, which is, which is how do you, how do you get your ideas heard and other Ooh. ideas that aren't as good as yours diminished? And I don't think the answer from a political standpoint is to just shout down or like get in the face of other people or whatever. Maybe I'm, maybe this is where I'm not in line with the left. A lot of people on the left will say, no, you can't take it. You've got to, you've got to confront, you know, the Nazis and the communists need to brawl in the streets. Fuck. You know, like the, like Weimar Germany. Um, This is, this is a, that's insanity. Yeah. So I see, I see well, these we, people we're, like getting we're in Michigan, man. We have, we have all these coalitions. We have, we have everybody in our families. Like exactly. And, so many and, people that like, that we all, like we share the same values. And from one perspective, you can see the shared values. Another perspective, you can see the shared values in a different type of way. And literally, literally it, it matters. It, it matters that everywhere. You know, infinite. <laughs> Look at that rude leftist just interrupting you, shouting you what down. A dick, talking about shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Get your yeah. shit together! It's fucking hell on earth. <laughs> Matt, I, I think I think at some point we will need to have an episode where we do discuss uh, what you consider rude leftists. Uh, I, I, I was being fucking compared fucking, to. I was who am I being compared to? Because uh, I don't think I'm fucking matching. You, you up. compared you to the James Craig's protesters, Black Lives Matter protesters, oh, to be Jesus. specific. What the fuck that shit? Oh my god! Just saying Are you that's serious? the reference. That is the. Is that the actual reference? That uh, I actually. Those, I, that's who those people I are. I don't know. No, 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 no. That's who those no. people were. They were BLM yeah. protesters. So whatever. All right. Well, or they were a bunch of white was, people trying to pretend to be BLM protesters. The it was Detroit. That's will the comparison. Breathe. I think there's a complete motherfucking misunderstanding. Okay, Detroit will breathe is an offshoot. Be, you know, all right. Let's not get technical jargon. The point is, the point is made. Everybody should be allowed to breathe. I mean, you know, I hate fucking. <laughs> you know, I I hate. People Eric, get that one. Everyone should know? be allowed to oh, you, breathe. You can't, you can't argue with that, and you can't argue well, with Well, I hate asthma. Black lives you know, asthma sucks. That's, that's terrible. You know, asthma's well, the worst. to die, and that's actually a lot of comfort in it. <laughs> yeah. There is. Yeah. <laughs> All true. This just illustrates how we can get that. You know, you got like, Honestly, on the, uh, Matt and I were uh, drunk around a, a bonfire this past weekend talking oh, really? about taking this dumbass New York Times like, what if what if the United States oh, yeah. had six political parties? Where would you be? And it's, you know, quadranted out like our four little boxes here. And bottom left is pro- like progressive, progressive. And top right is whatever. Christian but. identitarian <laughs> The Canadian election was yesterday, yeah. speaking of more options. Oh, yeah. And I, I think you just, you kind of like, I think we ended up basically in the same, it's like in the middle of the bottom left, left. quadrant. Yeah. Um, you know, basically, I think what puts you there is there are a lot of other countries I would rather live in than America. Like, 
strongly disagree, slightly disagree, neutral, slightly agree, strongly agree. And it's like, I don't know, like there aren't a lot of other countries in, on the globe that I would rather live in than America. Like we're all, we're fucked up, but like, I don't know, where, where are we supposed to go? Luke, like there's as 20, I think there's 20 so, solid social, socialist, le- socialist leaning people. Like, would you skip a, would you skip the United States and go to, I'm not worldly Copenhagen enough to say, but I, I, I could live in Canada. <laughs> it's funny yeah. to talk with Leanne about no, no, the I election. Think- she had all these. She's a real person talking about all these options. He's like, yeah, you know, so we got the NDP, we got the Green Party, and then we just yeah. got the liberals, and there's all it's these options, and there's a coalition government, and this is how most of the Western civilization governments yeah. work. Yeah, like even in Mexico, there's just like 12 parties. You're like, fuck. What the hell? Yes. We are, they fucked us good here, man. Real good. We are like four like-minded individuals that are very similar on the political spectrum. Yes. Just bitching about how we're communicating <laughs> things. Like, think think of that. That's it, dude. Some, it, it is funny how some of us bring out. Uh, Beautiful. That was great. Yeah. Who cares again? What, what was the question? What was the question, though? There was no question. That's the point, though. No, I feel like... Uh, didn't, John Scott, didn't you say, Luke, what did you think about whatever? New York oh, Times? Uh, a country. Oh, you know, that's just country. one of the 20 questions. Yeah, I mean, like, would you would you skip the United States and live in another country, given that you got 24 hours to, like, leave the country? Is there another yeah, country? It, no, if it, you know, here's here's the thing. You're Roman you Polanski. Know, the, it's 1970. <laughs> actually, no. This is a, you got to get out of here. I'm not, I'm not put, holding your feet to fire. Actually, asking you to be a jingoist. No, actually, there's right there now. there are like a lot of. I mean, there are a lot of people that are, that there are people that are like anti-historian, and they they don't they don't uh, ascribe like future potential like based on past performance. You know, anything that happened in the past, that shit is in the past. Like you don't need a kind of causal uh, accounting of what happened in order to figure out where we need to go now. Oh, I so it's agree easy. With I so it's agree easy with to under, do you do agree or don't? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Saying. Yeah. So I, and I love history. You, of course. Yes. No, you're like, you're the probably you and Scott, you know, biggest historians in this body. Are you, constantly reading history and i actually taught uh, history uh, i'm just saying yeah. good Uh-oh. god all right well i guess jesus <laughs> well, Christ. we got I, we I'm got the by fourth. the way just for i'm the fourth week, we have I'm to the do worst. the mic we have to do the mic jobs episode still but continue i'm the worst oh yeah the worst. <laughs> holy we shit we do god, i'm do looking mic. forward to dude a mic so jobs much. episode would be a good bonus it would have to be totally honest how am i not myself <laughs> anyhow anyhow <laughs> but anyhow yes Anyhow, yes, you you uh, you have you have to just formulate it like a, an idea for the future that th- it just it does not fucking matter what happened uh, ten years ago. It doesn't matter what happened two hundred years ago. Like reparations, this this is what like complicates the the like composition of the argument for people that are really arguing for something like reparations. It's like okay that that's possible reparations are possible but 
the causal analysis is not useful. Oh man, what's useful? We're so aligned here. What's useful is like how to get to where we want to go. So we need to fucking focus forward and find the new find the new way to go forward. Whatever mm-hmm. that fucking whatever that means. This country's yeah, hung I mean, up on the past. This country's are, founded on being hung up on the past. The, well, that doesn't matter. That, that's the whole point. The whole point is that it's useless. That, like, even looking at the history sometimes is useless. But like it isn't good, because this like is what people... a good socialist point of view, a good socialist point of view yeah. only cares about how to provide the most for the most. You're being as the fantastical as the reparations about, people are and the people hung no, up no, on the No, no, it's not about being fantastical. It's about... It's about like acknowledging that we need to provide like true. We need to try. We need to provide fucking real resources to real people. Which means the putting people's egos aside. Who cares about fucking egos? That's the point. Oh my god! All of these what things are connected. What you're saying is fucking ridiculous. Okay, egos well. are ridiculous. No why shit. Do, why do those matter? Why do those <laughs> because matter? Because that's ev- no egos are pointless. They don't mm-hmm. matter when it comes to this. Do you want people to, to die hungry or not? Yes. Think, think about that shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he does. Okay. I mean, Eric, we have to, we have sure to identify. That. And this is where I agree. <laughs> I, I, I very much agree with everything you just said, Luke. We have to identify common. What's the common project here? Yes. And, and that's, and, you know, I was joking about the four day work week, but it's totally, you're totally right. We have to imagine the future you want to live in. And, and mm-hmm. honestly, the goal of, of society should be to progress beyond labor as a means for existence. Like, I feel like we should be trying to free ourselves from that. Like automation could be that promise in which we don't work. (laughs) We don't have to work hard anymore just to put food in our mouths. We can actually just pursue the life we want because it interests us or it's what we want to do. And that's, that's what fulfillment individual fulfillment will be and and genius 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 (laughs) but but then you get to the point where it's like uh how much is the government supposed to do to get us there and that's like that's where the that's where you got to really hash it out you know yeah definitely like right now we uh i think the viewpoint is you accrue enough capital this is like the mainstream view you accrue enough capital you invest it so that you can live on so that it can grow exponentially and you can live on interest, but that doesn't really do anything for anyone else. You know, imagine if a feudal bum got in a window (laughs) into the future, like a thousand years from now, like a feudal bum from the 1200s, the middle ages, whatever you want to call it. And then was shown a world without work. Imagine how pissed they'd be like, we're just going to show this to you, but you're still dead and you wasted your entire life digging in the shit fields for your Lords. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's painful. <laughs> I completely agree with you. Work is work is the past and the work ethic. You know what bothers me so much is the work ethic propaganda that gets fucking used in this country mm-hmm. too much for the advantage of exploiting the people. Hey, a good worth ethic means you're a good person and you've done your duty and you've sacrificed your life to work 40 years on a line. I don't begrudge you. I'm with you. We all have to work to survive in this current climate and society we live in. I get it. But think about what what does it really mean to have a good work ethic? Who are you really serving? Like if you're you're 
You're providing the, money for the your ruling family. class. Those messages are coming down from the ruling class. That's what it is. Uh, that's right. Agreed. You, Work is say, really fucking important, says no one except for the ruling class. Right. I agree. And then the other person who worked their whole life might say, well, I provided for my family. Okay, great. What if I could tell you that you could have money to f provide for all of your family's basic needs? You wouldn't have to work. Wouldn't you want to do that? If that was really your main grasp that you were holding on to for this work ethic principle that is so dear to you that you don't even believe, but it's been shoved down your throat since you were a child in preschool and kindergarten and elementary school and middle school and secondary school, and this is what we wanted you to be in this country, right? But work serves a purpose that I think, and and I that's different. I know where you're going to go with this. I know where you're going to go with this. Identity it gives people an identity. Purpose matters. I agree. You need and, to have a purpose. And you know, I you could talk to all these people who were in the military. And their identities: I'm a veteran, or they were a, an auto worker, or what X, Y, or Z. It really matters, especially as other parts of society. And and these aren't things that I necessarily am advocating, but churches, social clubs. Work has a social uh, a social piece to it that is very, very important that people thrive on because sometimes that's all the people they know. I agree. I and, agree. and the void Work is fucking is scary. The void is scary because, like, if you're not an actualized person who can find meaning in just doing something yourself for its own sake, the world is fucking horrifying. You're standing and staring in a void. So you need you need work to give yourself a purpose for being here. I agree. But working 16 hours to grind your ass through a job that is really kind of painful and doesn't provide... The only outlet you have is to socialize with the people you get shit-faced with to even numb and deal with that. That's not the kind of work we want to have. No. Well, I agree. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is... It's, a, it's fairly interesting. I mean, what what is the... Like, what was your original question? I, I feel like I kind of <laughs> lost the thread. I know. You keep losing Whose question? Head, Luke. Which question? What? We're just talking about Minor. work. I don't know. I'm not keeping track of it. Yeah, have show, you guys read uh, Bullshit Jobs yet? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading it right now, actually. Are you really? Ooh, really? Just, out of nowhere? Did you just... What, uh, what sparked you to, to buy that book and, and read through it? Did, didn't we talk about it on this podcast a little bit? Yes, I have never I've never read it. So uh, what brought up what sparked me to rent it from the library under <laughs> resource uh, <laughs> the ambassador called, of the public borrow. library, John Scott. I, I will it's called borrow. Please tell me you're not giving them cash every time you take a uh, borrow. <laughs> although although when I do have late fees at the library. I've never been so happy to pay a late fine in my fucking life. Oh, the library is so charming. Sure. It's still 10 For cents sure. a fucking day. You can have a book that's like 60 days late and it's like five bucks. It's nice. great. Um, I don't know. I That's just where my interests lie. So you've been, you've I wanted been to make sure that uh, as I launch my career as a mail carrier on this coming Monday, that, oh, you're starting not, Monday. That's not a bullshit job. I'm I'm bringing my I'm bringing. I was pretty sure. Save the post office sign. I'm back okay. out into good the, into the yard. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that uh, being a rural carrier associate for the USPS is not a bullshit job. But I just wanted to make sure, and I needed David Graber to tell me that uh, that it wasn't. So yeah, I just I just started it. It's it's uh, it's great. I'm looking forward to it. It's work that I 
believe in. And I'll let you guys know because it looks like maybe I might be on the hook for some 40, 50, or 60-hour work weeks. We'll see. Oh, nice. Yeah, save the post. Office. I thought yeah, yeah, we, we, we had this debate. Iceland. We had this discussion on the show. I thought you it's all organized, so you only work 40-hour work weeks. Uh, we'll see. I think, dude, it's so it's pretty vague, actually. The application uh. process was kind of wild. And from what I gather, I'm going to be in some sort of probationary period where I'm like bidding. I have to train. I have to do orientation. <laughs> That's next week. Then I have to train. Then I have to like bid for work. But once I make it to 90 days or something, I'm some certifiable letter carrier or whatever. So we'll we'll see. I have so many unanswered questions and it's hard I like to find that, I like that it. it's certifiable, not certified. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Can I ask I, you I'm about the uh... I'm a certifiable letter carrier. Uh, <laughs> what, who knows what, about what the, the hell's gonna happen? What about the work <laughs> side of it? I want to ask you about the mental how are you? Because you've been out of work for a long time. Are you? Yeah, I've been out of work for a long when time. I, you're going back to work, man. That's no joke. Like your time's going to be know. taken away from you. How do you I feel know. about that? Is it going to? It's got to be an adjustment. It has to be. Oh, Even yeah, though you want to work. Oh, dude, I've spent the last two years of my life like ripping whiskey and chicken sandwiches and waking up whenever the fuck I want to. Now I got to get <laughs> up on Monday Monday morning at six forty five and automatically get into a routine of making myself a cup of coffee, taking a shower and heading out to Troy for Ooh. eight hours wow. of, you know, uh, this is what it is to be a member of the USPS. So it's going to be interesting. I'll certainly be giving, I'll certainly be giving updates on the podcast, but uh, I don't know. I'm always you're so bored. I can't, I can't wait to hear. Me. I can't wait to hear. All you can't the, even uh, summon the enthusiasm necessary to masturbate. <laughs> I cannot I wait know, to man. hear all of the cool shit that happens with all of the stay at home. Uh, uh, Check out couple. John Scott's daily vlog. He'll be yeah. uh, recording all of his routes. Yeah, Ian said you're going to have a ton of material for your stand up routine. Yeah, absolutely. It's, all, it's all sourcing. I, I've got a, a, yeah. a fucking vacuum and self-perpetuating shit fucking yeah. feedback loop that is capitalism. Everything yeah. has to be settled with money. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the that money guy's that going to work. <laughs> that man is... Don't let that man on your side streets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People but, uh, got enough benefits from the state who are unemployed where they could actually make a decision to decide I'm not going to work a fucking shitty fucking job. That's right, man. Fuck yeah. It. <laughs> I decided I wanted to work this. I decided that this was valuable work and I wanted to do this. And uh, I don't know. I, I cool. actually, it's, it's goofy. I believe in the post office though. Is that, that stupid? Is, is that, is that no. a goofy sentiment? It's strange. Not at it's all. A slightly odd. It's not weird, really. It's odd. It's slightly odd. Strange. Slightly odd. Slightly odd. To the you post. Me? No, to the man. post, man. Slightly odd. It's one of our fundamental institutions of public good. Uh, what? Well, uh, what? No, it's one of the fundamental fucking institutions <laughs> that actually serves the public good. All I gotta do is go. Uh... <laughs> you just automatically piss me off when you do that. Yeah, I Look, I gotta tell you, man. 
I gotta tell you right now. So you better run a Maybe we should uh, wrap up there. That's a good point to wrap that's up. Good, that's a good wrap up. Hey, I, I just want to put a commercial in. If anybody's not doing anything tomorrow, this will be too late by the time this pod's posted, but come to the bookstore. <laughs> Joseph Campo and Kniff. They're from tomorrow. six to nine. Come on by. Okay. The bookstore. Yeah. It's I'm supposed definitely... to return to softball tomorrow on the Wednesday league. Ah. It's supposed to rain, though, I think. I don't know if we'll be playing. Uh, come on by, we'll, we'll have a chivapi no at the bookstore, okay? Oh, God damn. What time, what time, Matt? Tomorrow? What time? Six to Six nine. Six to nine. Okay. Can we go out on uh, the Marvelettes, please, Mr. Postman? Ooh. Wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> the Marvelettes. Does anyone, sure, does anyone object to that? What about Mr. Sandman? I'm de- no, I'm done with that. That's just what. That's just a, the first of many people complaining at you about not getting yeah. that second shot right here. Well, we uh, were able to do a show, so uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thanks, to Eric it. Allen, for all the new material. Uh, My God, so good. Thank you, Eric. Thanks, really and brilliant. Danny, if you Danny, if you emailed, uh, that we did not get to them this week. You know, you, you could have checked it. You brought it up in the text thread. I know. I brought it up. It. I was in the middle of doing a bunch of other crap for work. It's always something with you, isn't it? Don't Look worry, Danny. Danny some. actually did email us, and he mentioned your name specifically. I'm not even Christ. kidding. What did I I'm say? not even kidding. Luke, All right. I remember you saying that the Music Friends podcast wasn't available on your podcast player. Which one do you yep. use so I can try to remedy that situation? Podcast Addict. There you go. I use Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict. All right, there it is. Uh, thanks, Thank you, everybody. Uh, is it safe pod at gmail.com if you want to email us. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for being a part of the team here at the Is It Safe Podcast. <laughs>